0: Welcome to Mauscellaneous, where we discuss everything Disney from the parks to the movies and everything in between, and with a special Disney recipe every week. This week we are talking about Tiffins. And now the news.
1: Disney has just announced that it will begin a phased reopening of Disney Springs on May 20th, the first part of the Walt Disney World reopen following the COVID-19 shutdown and this is the statement from matt simon the vp of disney springs a phased reopening of disney springs will begin on may 20th following the guidance of government and health officials a limited number of shopping and dining experiences that are owned by third-party operating participants will begin to open during this initial phase the rest of walt disney world will remain closed including theme parks and the hotels As we continue to monitor conditions with the health of guests and Disney cast members at the forefront of our planning, we are making several operational changes. Disney Springs will begin to open in a way that incorporates enhanced safety measures, including increased cleaning procedures, the use of appropriate face coverings by both cast members and guests, limited contacted guest services, and additional safety training for cast members. We apply learning and ideas from leaders in the health and travel industries, and we're also talking to our unions as we prepare for some cast members to return to work. During the initial opening phase, Disney Springs will have limitations on capacity, parking, and operating hours. Given this unprecedented situation, we appreciate everyone's patience and understanding as we navigate through this process as responsibly as we can. Additional protocols and procedures may be announced closer to the opening date. Please check DisneySprings.com as we get closer to May 20th. And I saw somebody posted on Twitter homecoming is it opening during this time and they're like it's a waste to go to disney springs homecoming isn't gonna be open (laughs) don't bother (laughs)
2: okay i don't disagree i totally disagree with that morimoto there's so many good places to eat down there i don't know what's opening opening.
1: and just so people know every wednesday at 4 p.m art smith does a different instagram live sharing recipes if anyone's interested
0: today was what's in your fridge oh really (laughs) yeah he like people put in what they had in their fridge and he made a meal out of it that's cool um also there's a rumor that dropped today that some disney-owned locations are opening the 27th so nothing substantiated yet but that's the rumor that dropped today well i want to say art smith
2: was one of the few restaurants that just flat out laid off everybody too so i think instead of a furlough When it's a layoff, you're going to have problems restaffing that quickly. So, I mean, it's stuff that kind of makes a difference. When you eventually you reopen, you're going to need to get these people back.
1: And I'm
2: sure there's, like, they might be hiring right now just to fill up their ranks again. Or they might have gotten rid of some people they never wanted there in the first place. You never know (laughs) what happens next. I'm not saying it to be mean. It's just sometimes... You get laid off, you don't get hired back. I hope um, they hired
0: back Mr. Muscles.
2: Yeah, Mr. Muscles was nice to look at. <laughs>
1: so, wow. He
0: was. He was a full too. waiter. That's, so, that's why we kept calling him Mr. Muscles. Yeah. <laughs> I was like eight of us at the table. We even had um, James and Jen calling him Mr. Muscles. Well, Jen was already
2: <laughs> calling him. James ended up calling him Mr. Muscles. Yeah. That's when we knew we won. All right. So in reservation news, Walt Disney World has pushed back the open reservation window from June 1st to July 1st, 2020. It's not quite clear yet if the move is due to it being reached. We already reached capacity for June 1st or if Disney has no plans to operate during June. Cancellation of existing reservations are taking place on a rolling basis so far only into late May. Disney has also modified the Florida resident, resident Discovery ticket to be used through September 30th, 2020. Originally, it was a pre- previously available to use through July 31st, 2020.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of speculation on why they moved the date to the July
2: 1st. Well, I mean, if they plan on reopening in June in like a Phase 1 situation, you figure that's anywhere between 30 to 50% capacity. Yep. They're not going to want to... That would fill people... up quickly. Yeah, the people in the resorts get first priority when they go into the park yeah almost always so like even when like it hits capacity and during the holiday season usually if you're staying at a resort unless it's like we're totally full you can still get in so i think that's why they're looking at it and they i'm sure they want to get some annual pass they want to leave a little bit of room for annual
0: passes to get in as well yeah to piggy piggyback on that Disney just announced, too, that um, cruises were canceled until July 27th. So it's getting kind of dicey for our August cruise. Uh-oh.
1: Getting close
0: to our August cruise. Our cruise is the end of August, so we're a month.
1: You might be okay. You might be the first round to go. That would
0: be nice. First one's back on the ship.
2: That would be pretty cool. But at the same token, if it doesn't go, that money might go straight to Universal.
1: (gasps) Universal's fun. If it's open. But,
0: <laughs> well, I mean I'm I am
1: have not sure been in far- seventeen
0: years though.
1: Holy crap.
2: But, yeah, it's been a long time. But I mean I would just take the money that we're gonna use on the cruise and move it to a universal vacation. Yeah, because our plane should fl- our flights are already booked for that time period. Yeah. And it's silly to like try to rearrange the flight, so Oh, my God, there
1: it. was a deal on some airline the other day, and my friend Ashley's like, there's a 95 round-trip flight to LAX. I'm going to do it in September, and I was like, I'm not going to go with you, but you go ahead and see if you can go to Disneyland.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's probably, like, she's, it's a Allegiant or one of the, fl- like, smaller I think it's airlines. Southwest,
1: because that's what she normally okay. flies.
2: Southwest, like, I would... I would trust, but Southwest has all those airplanes that they had to take out of service, too, because they had so many of them. The ones that were crashing.
1: I don't fly Southwest. I don't like no, them. Dude. But, yeah.
2: Now, we just booked our United flights for November. And it came to, with insurance, like a little, like like almost $500 on the nose for two people. Round trip, luggage included. We chose our seats.
0: Yeah, meanwhile, we looked over the weekend, and it was $600 per person. Oh,
1: my yeah,
2: God. $1,200. When I was originally looking at it, it was over $1,200 for both of us. It went down to 5
1: Wow.
2: <laughs> so I jumped on that today. I hope it's a typo, and I hope it shoots right back up tomorrow just to make me feel better about myself. <laughs> it. It will probably go back up. It will go back up, just not that quick. Because what we noticed when we booked, um, you know how you can choose your seats, and I have, them, I have the credit card through them. They're leaving the middle row empty. You cannot book the middle seat right now. Yeah,
1: that's what I heard on the radio today.
0: So, Although yeah, I also happened. saw a post, um, a doctor had posted that he had was told the same thing, but his flight from back to uh, Newark was full.
1: Yeah, they talked about that on the radio. United gave free flights to doctors from San Francisco to New York area i think is what it was if
2: you're looking at it yeah but if you're looking at a free fight i i don't count that they're leaving those seats open i'm just talking booking like for example we already booked our august trip well before this this whole thing happened and that middle seat was open when we booked it but now going forward right now that middle seat is open like, you can't book it. It's blocked yeah. off. You can't even select it. So.
0: All right. So Walt Disney Company CEO Bob Chapick talked to CNBC following the reopening of Shanghai Disney. Operating capacity at Shanghai is currently limited to 30%. but Chapek indicated he expects attendance to be boosted by 5,000 guests each week. Of interest to Walt Disney World guests is a confirmation that masks will likely be required by both cast members and guests. The likelihood of masks for guests appeared to increase when Disney launched a range of masks just over a week ago. Not only can Disney make masks a revenue source, but character design masks also goes some way for making masks far more acceptable for families visiting the parks. And they like in, almost instantly sold out. Of course. When they put them on the on
2: shop yeah, I, I I tried to get and I I missed. So they were like a four pack for like twenty bucks or something mm. like that.
1: But they're not triple-lined.
2: All right. Here's the thing with this, though. The mask is to help prevent you from getting other people sick. Mm -hmm. It's not so much to prevent you from getting sick.
1: I don't know about wearing a mask in, like, the summer at Disney, either. (laughs) It's already freaking hot.
0: Well, if costume characters can wear a full costume, I think people could survive wearing a mask. Unless you have breathing issues. Will it be hot? Yes. Will
2: it be uncomfortable? But what's the the other option is not going.
1: Are people gonna get tan lines of their masks I'm <laughs> on sure. their face too?
0: Probably. But see, I'm that's sure. why it helps to have a beard, so it covers that. You know, I
2: don't, I don't <laughs> okay. Let well, me put it to you this way: a lot of the run Disney events, I wear a headband.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Sure enough, I got a tan line with my headband on it. It is what it is. I mean, I I don't care. It it's. Not about my tan. It's not about the way I look. It's about me having fun yeah. and getting back to a sense of normalcy. And if wearing a mask requires that, it is what it is.
1: Marsh is starting to look like Tom Hanks from Castaway.
2: Oh no! <laughs> <Cinder-marsh-y>. <laughs> like the
1: hair and everything, and yeah, today. Oh, so, no, oh, no, he's just
2: he's just filling out his Cinder Marsh role. <laughs> Stop. You know, he can't afford to buy razors because you know you spent it all on makeup brushes.
0: True. (laughs) So are we ready to get to our main topic? Yep. I think so. So this week we are talking about arguably one of the three of ours most favorite restaurants in all of Disney property, and that's Tiffin's in Animal Kingdom. Right? Can we all agree that's one of our favorites? Yes. Yes, Definitely. So Tiffin's opened on May twenty seventh, two thousand sixteen. It is the Indian word for a lunchbox used by travelers, and it's also a word for a midday meal. The 252-seat restaurant in the park's Discovery Island area opens daily for lunch and dinner with menus that takes diners to Europe, Africa, Asia, and the Americas. A detailed map within the restaurant's entryway sets the stage for an immersive dining experience celebrating world travel, with bold artwork derived from sketches, journals, and research from those who created the theme park. So now for those
2: of you who don't know, Tiffin's is the signature restaurant in Disney's Animal Kingdom Park. Celebrating the culture, design, research that went into creating this park. Now it goes on a little bit to describe, and this is a quote from Emily O'Brien, who is the executive show producer for Disney's Animal Kingdom. And O'Brien describes the interior design as a gallery you can dine in, with artwork that is a direct result of travels to Africa, Asia, and South America, which is influenced in the design of the park. The ideas of the park design team, including sketches, photography, architecture, and textures, are all presented in a way that's uniquely Disney. So, O'Brien also states that all the sensors are explored and turned into amazing works of art. The galleries or dining rooms focus on Asia, and in the Asia, it's the Trek Gallery, and that has 74 seats. Africa has the Safari Gallery with 64 seats. And the third Grand Gallery with 114 seats pays homage to the animal species that the Disney Conservation Fund works to protect.
1: I didn't realize there was that much seating there.
2: Yeah, it's, that's why it never seems
0: crowded, because it's, it's a huge restaurant. What well, is broken up in such a way it doesn't ever seem busy and crowded. Mm-hmm.
1: The travel-inspired artwork includes a static three-dimensional piece, features prayer flags blowing in the wind. As our research team traveled up the high mountains of Nepal, the winds were strong, explained O'Brien. The prayer flags are rarely seen hanging. They are always blowing <sighs> Sorry. This portrayal of the motion is realistically captured in the display, which will hang in the corner booth in the Trek Gallery. I've never noticed it before. I'll have to look for it next time.
0: Hmm. I don't even know if we were in the Trek Gallery. I know we've done the animal gallery. Well, yeah, I yeah, normally sit so- in there. I've gotten
2: lost going to the bath, coming out of the bathroom a few times, well, they, so I hate all of them. They
0: encourage you to go into the rooms and check them out. So Tiffin's is not about a make-believe place. It's about real people and places, said O'Brien. Disney's Animal Kingdom is about the intrinsic value of nature, transformation through adventure, and a personal call to action. And the adjacent Nomad Lounge brings into focus these core values. With beautiful waterfront views, the lounge focuses on storytelling and also on guests' travels with large banners as artistic representations of answers to travel questions written on the perimeter wall. For instance, what do you always do when traveling, or what was your most adventurous moment? Basically, O'Brien stated
2: that we're trying to tell the story of how guests can make a change. While the answers of Disney experts are displayed, guests also have the opportunity to purchase a tag that supports the Disney Worldwide Conservation Fund and to write their own answers to the questions to display above the bar, a way to share their own travel stories so that they can be part of the story. We've done that. hmm Oh, you have Oh, yeah. The, the decor and the artwork. Yes. One thing that I clearly remember in looking at some of the pictures, and it was actually pointed out by a few different servers, was that in some of the rooms, they kind of try to trick you a little bit, where all the pictures will be pictures in Africa except for one or two. And one or two are actually pictures that they took in the park. And that's how creative and how, how much attention to detail they put into building this park that you can't really tell the pictures that were taken elsewhere to the ones that were taken actually inside the park.
1: I never knew that.
0: Yeah, unless you're really, really good at the decor around the park, it's very difficult to distinguish the two. And that just goes to show the attention to detail they put into that entire park to try to make it as authentic as possible, the different areas.
1: And how many different collector cards of the Joe Roddy cards were there?
0: I don't know. We have three, I think. I
2: think we have three, and two of them are <laughs> no, yeah, the same. No,
1: I think we elephant, have three: the
0: goat and the tree of life.
1: What'd you do with your signature, your autograph, it's from Joe Roddy? I, yeah, I have put mine in the see. curio cabinet with my Walt Disney uh, tour pin for the Walt apartment.
0: It's put away in a safe spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I want to frame it, but, it, like, I need both sides of the art. I need... Yeah, it... it we need the back of that one.
1: Yeah, if this is your first time listening, we actually got to meet Joe Rody at Nomad's Lounge a couple years ago. It was yes. amazing. <laughs> Tim after cried. After the
0: server... After <laughs> the server <laughs> Dropped coffee on my leg. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Do you remember the free chocolates we got from Tiffins that day? Yes. I uh, guess what I caught Marsh eating the other day. That same bag that we got like three years ago. <laughs> oh no! Oh my god! Chocolates only good for like six months. So if he dies, it was from the <laughs> Tiffins chocolate. It wasn't me. It was the Tiffins chocolate. <laughs>
0: we ate that that night. I believe says
2: like a like somebody who would try to kill their husband by using poison chocolate.
1: Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of...
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have to get away with murder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I watch a lot of Dateline. <laughs> I like the menus because it looks like an old journal that's like distressed or whatever. I think they're really... I think it's my favorite menu out of all the Disney parks.
2: Yeah, that brown worn leather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a travel book is the best yeah. way I can expl- explain it with like the little flap that seals it up. And I guess, do we want to talk about Nomad? One of my favorite lounges yes. on property. Nomad is
0: amazing. We've been there with just the two of us. We've been there with a handful of people and we've been there with a large group. And it's a different experience every time. And You sit at the bar, just you and you are there with another... Or if you have like four or five people you grab a couch. Is it a couch? Or one trip there was I think we had like twelve and we took over that grand table that's in the middle of Nomad. The big long wooden table. hmm. We've sat outside, which is a great view of has a great view of Discovery River.
1: Of well the whole restaurant there. at both sides have good service and same food. I have yeah, noticed I mean, though, not one recipe has left Tiffins, except for drinks. That's it. The, nope. the chef will not give out, like, the food recipes, which makes yeah. sense, but... I, well, I, I, mean, want it,
0: the, I want the Manchurian Gobi recipe so bad. I know, yeah, they me too. that for anything. <laughs> so do we all want to talk a little bit about
2: the menus that you can get? Yeah. All right. So for appetizers, you have the Tiffin Signature Bread Service, which is always amazing. Not as good as the one at Sanaa. But it's good. A selection of artisanal, artisanal cheeses, tiffin salad, charred octopus. That's
1: what spice, we get. <laughs> the octopus. See,
2: but I'm I'm kind of getting over the whole octopus thing. I I, I think I, it's getting played out a little too much. It's almost in every Disney restaurant at this point. It, it's not special anymore. Spice chickpea falafel, 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 falafel. Thai
0: curry mussels. Okay, soup. Nish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how to say it?
0: That was your word. That wasn't me.
1: Oh.
2: That was Kate. <laughs> that was you with the niche. But shame. That was you too. <laughs> I know how to say food oh, I'm not Oh, gonna, gonna get to read it.
1: menus this year. Darn
2: <laughs> well, We might be able to do food and wine. There might be food and wine. Um, they have pumpkin soup, a charcuterie, and a duo of appetizers with this charged octopus and spiced chickpea falafel. And some sort of taco, which is plant-based, tinga, avocado. Nope. It's just all went plant-based <laughs> stuff. That's, that's <laughs> new. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't
1: remember that either. <laughs> or you just, you're like, you read plant-based and you're like, next. <laughs> no, no, that, oh,
2: all I have to see is plant-based cheese and I'm out. That, We've that, had the just,
1: cheese no. plate here and it's very good. I would recommend that. The main
0: courses are different, too. Yeah, this is... Well, the, here's the... Real how, how
1: recent is this menu, Kate? I just pulled it today.
2: Okay. It changes a lot. Yeah. It, it, it changes depending on um, what they have fresh.
0: What you can source. Mm-hmm. Because if I remember correctly, this is one of the restaurants that they sourced a lot of the ingredients locally.
1: True. Uh, for main courses, they have a butter chicken... Braised lamb shank, which I, I don't know if I've seen there before. Shrimp and grint seeds, kind of $44, or that's $35 shrimp and grits. Holy schnikes. Tamarind, braised short rib. <laughs> Surf and turf, which I'm not sure if I've seen there before. In pan seared market fish, and a whole fried sustainable fish. What is sadza? Crispy sadza. Crispy corn cake, charmula infused seasonal vegetables. What? Chakalaka?
0: Boom, mm, chaka-laka, chaka-laka, chaka-laka. Laka, <laughs> chaka-laka. We get a lot of eight mail for that. I
1: Ooh, know. I would try this. Uh, crispy sadza with braised pork belly. Yes, please. Mm, that yes, sounds yes, good. Yes. Uh, we don't need to talk about the North African spiced tofu. No. Nope,
0: nope, nope. <laughs> so here's my favorite part, the enhancements. The Gobi Manchurian, which is absolutely oh. amazing. It's one of the only ways I will eat cauliflower. We
1: asked for the <laughs> recipe and the chef said no.
0: Yeah, flat out said no. (laughs) Roasted Brussels sprouts, lobster mac
2: and cheese. Which was really good. We had the lobster mac and cheese. I split it with somebody. I just don't remember.
0: I tried a little bit of it because I don't like lobster, but that black diamond cheddar is really good. What is black diamond cheddar? It's just a brand? So for desserts, you have the Lion King. Mascarpone cheesecake. Passion fruit tapioca cream. South African chocolate ganache, which is my favorite That's my favorite dessert.
1: dessert.
0: (laughs) Halo Halo, which is sweet potato ice cream. Ew. Raspberry ginger beer sorbet, condensed milk ice cream, jackfruit, coconut crumble, and lime pate de fruit. I don't remember them having that. Yeah, I don't remember. That's new. Because that's something that I would try just because it's different. I'm not a big fan of coconut or jackfruit, but... Raspberry ginger beer sorbet sounds good. I Sweet
1: will characters. say that the chocolate dessert here is better than the chocolate bar at California Grill, which I used to love, but this one's better at Tiffin. Oh, those,
0: the caramelized banana is amazing. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: and the little raspberry sauce they usually put on the plate mm-hmm. and stuff—so oh, good.
0: Who wants to go with a drink? The non-alcoholic drinks. Why would we even talk about that? Okay. So we could skip what, non-alcoholic- what's
2: a non alcoholic drink. I, I don't understand the terminology you are using. It's if anyone's water, right?
1: interested, some of the non alcoholic beverages, they have a ginger beer, fizzy, which is passion fruit puree, mint, ginger beer, lime juice. Then a hyper bib-
0: screaming for rum.
1: <laughs> well, some people don't want alcohol.
0: Yeah, or can't have alcohol.
1: Yeah. Then there's a hibiscus henna, which is watermelon, hibiscus, soda water, and lime juice. That sounds refreshing. That sounds like something at a festival. Yeah. That you could have. Uh, Lily Gorillie, Strawberry and Sprite. Sounds good. A Balinese Breeze, which is mountain berry tea, simple syrup, lemon juice. Pass. Kiyama Mama, which is watermelon and Sprite. Vodka. and then
2: how that works
1: Alto mayo protected forest coffee roasted by joffrey's
2: all right now on to what we should really talk about the specialty cocktails so we have jen's tattoo which is kettle one vodka watermelon hibiscus and lime juice which is really good The Annapurna Zing, which is Bombay Sapphire Gin, Passion Fruit Puree, Mint, Lime, and Ginger Beer, which is also amazing.
1: Yeah, that's what I usually get, but I think Mm -hmm. I want to try something different next time.
2: The Lamu Libation, which is Star African Rum, Carusin Banana Rum, Guava Puree, Tropical Juices, and Gosling's 151 Run Floater on top. Don't think I've had that one. I've had this one. No, I've had this one a bunch of times. I know. I've this been, is my favorite. I've had this the, one many times. The High Tower Rocks, which is Casa Dragonos Blanco Tequila, Watermelon Sweet and Sour Lime Juice.
1: It was too sour for me. I didn't like it.
2: We've had, I know I've had the Snow Leopard Salvation, which is Snow Leopard Vodka, Bel-De-Brillet Pear Liqueur, Ooh. Mint Lime Juice, and Ginger Beer.
1: So you, have you it, had that?
2: Yes, I've had almost all their drinks
0: with ginger. Is, I love. Do ginger. you like that one? Yes, I haven't had a bad I, drink here. I think without within our next two trips, we're probably going to do a purple locker. So I want to try to get a bottle of Snow Leopard vodka to keep.
1: Ooh. Yes. So you can make the Himalayan Ghost. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah.
2: And last but not least, the Tempting tempting Tigress, which is Russell Reserve 10-Year Bourbon, St. Elizabeth Allspice Dram, Tamarind Syrup, and Lime Juice. This I haven't had, because this sounds kind of weird to me. This
0: one kind of sounds weird. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Allspice. That's what's scaring me about this drink. But I like Tamarind and Lime, and I love Russell's Reserve. Maybe I'll try it next time. What's raft beer? It's draft. <laughs> <laughs> so for draft beer, you got Kungaloosh. woohoo! Spice Excursion Ale on draft. First magnitude Wakula half of ice on draft. Then it gets boring. Michelob Ultra Lager draft. Goose Island IPA on draft. You can get an Exploration Beer Flight, which includes. 5 ounces each of first magnitude Wakula Hefeweissen, Congoloosh, Spice Excursion Ale, and Old Elephant Foot IPA. Your Dragon Stout from Jamaica, Sapporo Black Lager from Japan, Dogfish Head Namaste White Belgian Style Whitbeer, Modelo Negra Munich Duncan Style Lager, Tiger Lager from Singapore, Singha Lager from Thailand, First Magnitude 72 Pale Ale, Tusker Lager from Kenya, or Clover and Jack Cider from South Africa.
2: It's gluten-friendly, that one. So it's friendly <laughs> to the glutens.
0: Oh, and we have a surprise recipe.
1: Ooh.
0: That's the only recipe, recipe
1: for... at Tiffin's I could find.
0: Uh, is, <laughs> is this the recipe for the night, or...? Yes. So we have any more things that we would like to add to our different discussion
2: i just want to be add something real quick like don't be afraid to try stuff here
1: that was my i was gonna say that i'm very 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 picky and i was afraid to go here and i canceled my mama melrose reservation to go here and now it's our go-to one of our go-to's yeah i saw your face
0: Mama Melrose. Oh, I, mean, I don't know if I should do Tiffins or Mama Melrose. What kind of choice? Is <laughs> I've, that? Never yeah.
1: I've never been to Mama Melrose.
0: I've never been to Mama Melrose either, and I have no desire. <laughs> um, it's, it's like awful. I, I was it, like it, Chef Boyardee. Really? Yeah. It's like one step above Tony's.
1: Oh.
0: But yeah, I'm I, I'm very very picky, and I will say that for the most part, I try to stick I stick to what I know, but that's how I came to love the um goby manchurian because i never eat and i've never eaten cauliflower before i try that
1: what yeah.
0: listen i hey. grew up not eating vegetables my my parents never cooked vegetables no he doesn't like them it's really what this no, my <laughs> you sound like my brother my <laughs> i don't like him anyway but the gobi manchurian is amazing we, we uh, the last time we went with a big group we ordered like three batches of them mm-hmm. so good
1: yes it's probably the best appetizer or side item at Disney World.
0: I haven't... Uh, well, that and
1: the pork belly. The pork belly. fish. <laughs>
0: and one more. The what? bread service. The goat cheese ravioli. I uh, have the bread service. Oh, yeah.
1: I forgot about the goat cheese ravioli.
0: But do we want to also talk about the packages? The dining packages?
1: Oh, yeah. I are forgot they, about oh, wait, that. are
2: they still doing them? Uh, they're still on the website. Yeah, but they have old dining packages on the website too. Well, we can
1: well, read through do it, it so, the... so people know. Mm-hmm.
0: It's it's on Tiffan. Yeah, it's on Tiffan's website because your first off is a Tiffin's talk, which I know he still does. This one is a four course meal with Walt Disney Imagineer Joe Rody? Yeah, and... but he only does that in like April. Yeah, it's like it's like a Day. one. Yeah, it's like a one or two times a year thing.
1: We didn't have to pay to talk to him.
0: And no, we didn't, <laughs> but I do. I would love to do this because I, he gets one on one with people on this, and just, I heard it's really amazing. One of the ones we have done is the Festival of the Lion King, signature dining package. Gave you a, a private tour for the safari. Mm-hmm. Get your own little truck on the safari, which that was the best part. That was the best part. That and the
2: food, but I mean mm-hmm. it. You get priority seeing for Lion King.
1: Nice. Yes. That I was slept the, through one, it.
2: Yeah, I know. That was the one he fell asleep to. We had front row and he fell asleep. Oh, what? <laughs> Every time. Everybody makes fun of me. You can't fall asleep
0: in there. Watch me. He's <laughs> <full asleep> in <laughs> the room. It doesn't matter that there's no back to the seat. He <laughs> will fall asleep. <laughs> you have the uh, Rivers of Light dining package which I don't know why anybody would do that. I one. still I haven't do it done the glow it. Club. <laughs> yeah, the glow Clube, the lily glow Clube. Mm-hmm.
1: But it, you can get that in an Annapurna zing. That's how I got mine.
0: Now you can, but before now you it can, but be,
2: Before you couldn't.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, you used to only have to. You used to only be able to get it during the um, special dining.
0: And I think that's all the packages they offer right now. Okay.
2: I guess we'll jump into our specialty recipe this week. So Kate has it, and it might have to do something with the topic.
1: Sorry you guys don't like this cocktail, but it's the only one I could find. So we didn't like <laughs> it, I've never
2: tried it. I've never tried it because I'm afraid of it. I, I don't know if I'd like the combination oh, of all those flavors, yeah.
1: So for the ingredients, you're gonna need two ounces of Russell's Reserve 10-Year Bourbon, one ounce of St. Elizabeth Allspice Dram one small bar spoon of tamarind syrup and half an ounce of fresh lime juice, juice of half lime. And you're gonna need an old-fashioned glass and you're gonna combine all ingredients in a mixing glass over ice, stir well, strain into an old-fashioned glass over large ice cubes and garnish with a lemon twist and that is it. And if anyone in the group has had this, let us know your opinions on what you thought of it.
2: Yes. Also what your opinions are of the restaurant if you've eaten there if you've had great experiences there if you haven't not so good experiences there we'd like to hear that as well
1: yeah i've always had amazing service there like it's probably the best service out of all the disney restaurants because the other ones have been kind of slowly going downhill for signature i I haven't had
2: yeah i haven't had a bit experience at flying fish i have flying fish to me the flying fish service
0: keeps getting up
1: the first time i went there she put them in the wrong thing for me and then fought with me i was like i did not order that i was like i ordered the fish and she like fought with me over it but this one i went with you guys it was fine but
2: De- i never had a bad experience there so.
0: the last time we went was absolutely amazing our server did was studying to become no, no he doesn't no longer. Dee no longer works there <gasps> yeah he does no i heard he left oh right the last time we asked for him he just was off with well, the server we had last time, she was studying to become a sommelier, <laughs> and she was amazing. She knew almost everything else to know about the restaurant and the wine. But were we you guys and...
1: complaining about the sommelier at uh, California Girl last week?
2: M- yeah, <laughs> well, because he was a jerk. No, well, there was a difference. It's like because she never pressured, and I never felt pressured into buying a bottle of wine from her. No, it was just in conversation we found this out. The sommelier at contemporary at California grill was like trying to push us to get a bottle of wine. Oh, okay. it it, it was, it was like him constantly pitching, you know, what wine would go through with this. I'm like, I don't care. I don't want wine right now. Thank you. (laughs) So it it was one of those situations. Well, that's going to do it with us for us. Whoa. Let's try that again. Well, that's going to do it for us for tonight. Thank you all for listening. If you like what you hear, please rate and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, Please be sure to be active in our group. We just had a poll, which I won, by the way. (laughs) So me. (laughs)
1: <laughs> for the first time ever
0: hey it's still a win yeah, well he wins them all the time in three sheets so <laughs> need to win them here too <laughs> it's still a win <laughs> I lose
2: most of the game shows I have to win oh some. yeah we
1: haven't <laughs> played a game in a while
2: uh oh no. you had <laughs> to remind her you had to remind her <laughs> alright guys so that's gonna do it for us stay safe stay healthy and we'll see y'all next week Bye. Good night, y'all.